the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Thank you for being our listening audience today, and we are in for another treat. And I'm so happy to be back here with my awesome Partner in Justice, Vanessa Russell. Yay! Hey, hi, Vanita. Hello, everybody. Hi, and so we have a really special guest on the show today, um, and uh, we've been doing some amazing work in the Sacramento area, area um, together, and we just wanted to share that with the listening audience and have um, pull you in to some of the excitement that we're, we're experiencing here on this end. Um, and so I would like to uh, introduce our guest, Tammy Vallejo, who is the founder and president of E49. Welcome, Tammy. Welcome, Thank Tammy. Thank you. Yay. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so um, just to, to make sure everybody kind of is aware of what E49 is about, uh, we, you know, for, first off, let's just say that we've been working together, hmm, it's been about maybe eight, maybe eight months, um, not not as long as it feels. I feel like I've been partnered with you for quite some time. Um, I just love what you're doing, and I feel like we, um, we share a very common heart in terms of our mission and our vision. Um, your mission, I was reading on your, your website, which is e49corp.org, if anyone wants to check it out. It, it stands for Ecclesiastes 4.9, and it says here, where two are better than one, and a three-chord strand cannot be broken. And, and it says here that you exist to connect resources and mobilize civic business, nonprofit, church, and community leaders into collaborative solutions to social issues. That is amazing. Tell mm-hmm. us more. <laughs> yeah, so... The essence of it is that we first started uniting the church and then realized that once the church was united, we had to begin to solve social issues. And so that's our focus, uh, homelessness, human trafficking, uh, refugee resettlement, and at-risk youth are the four main areas we work on. And then we plug people in and or create and fill gaps with new entities and new people who have a vision for doing their particular parts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. 
So and, and and what's so awesome is that you you know sort of as part of that vision you've got E49 which is you know the foundation and then you've also implemented a for-profit company called Real Estate with a Purpose right in 2002 that was launched and um, you're you know doing some amazing transformative work in terms of um, helping the populations that you uh, just outlined with housing correct. Yes, yeah, so our overall initiative after seven years is really focused on employment, housing, and um, uh, mentoring. And so 11 years ago when I started the real estate brokerage, that was my way to earn a living and make money. And then as we started the nonprofit, I thought, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. But then it became the vehicle, one, to help us fund what we were doing, uh, but two, a real estate brokerage that's really focused also on housing solutions, which we believe real estate agents should be. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I know a couple of, um, you know, real estate agents that are doing similar work, and um, it's just amazing how when you have a mindset for giving back, how profitable and, you know, ben- how much it benefits your your, your, your business, your for-profit business. It's like... All of those biblical principles just show up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You ha- I will caution, you have to be authentic about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yes, it cannot just be a, a money maker, if you will, because right. um, people see through that right away. But, yep. yes, yes, we just reported our numbers for this year, 200% growth, and uh, we've already contributed $18,000 to uh, housing initiatives this year. So, Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So when Tammy and I were, we met, you know, I guess it was, it was right at the end of last year when we, we started chatting about uh, the vision that Love Never Fails had around housing, and, and that was really looking at um, opening 100 human trafficking homes over the next 20 years. Um, and, you know, I put myself, I, I said 20 years because I was looking at abode, um, it was my my inspiration and the number of houses that they had uh, opened up throughout the Bay Area and, and, you know, over a 20-year period. And so I was sharing that with Tammy, and Tammy was like, you know what, uh, we're, you know, we've, we think we've identified 100 houses that can be used in the next, you know, one to five years. And I was thinking, whoa, this is, this is, uh, this is more than I could, you know, hope or imagine uh, here. And, and um, and here we are, you know, whatever it is, nine months later, talking about opening our first home in Sacramento and really staffing it and learning from each other, staffing it with trauma-informed services and um, resources from the Sacramento area that Tammy has connected us with. And um, we're just so grateful to have this opportunity to, again, open up this house on October 1st and to really you know, uh, prove out all of these things that um, we know that uh, we've been, that have been placed in our hand and are going to allow us to provide this much needed care for um, the vulnerable population of survivors of human trafficking and their children. And so with that in mind, Tammy, um, you know, I'd love to get some insight from you about um, how, how people are feeling in Sacramento as we're getting ready to move into that county. People are excited. Uh, It is such a need here in the Sacramento area. As you know, like the Bay Area, we have uh, a lot of unreported uh, human trafficking. Uh, It's difficult to get true numbers on it, but just to 
lay the groundwork in our school district in, in Sacramento City, the school district right here in the middle of our city, we have an 85% poverty rate. Mm. And as you know, poverty, human trafficking, housing, mm. they're all vulnerabilities uh, connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we just, people are excited to see this coming. And to see it coming from Love Never Fails, I have to say. Oh, thank you. Oh, that, that means That's so special. much. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and just for me, I just have to say that it's so humbling to have the opportunity to work with you and your team who, um, who share this heart um, that's, you know, very much aligned heart for complete restoration and healing in Sacramento um, and, and throughout, throughout California, throughout the, throughout the country, uh, throughout the world, um, this heart. Because, um, you know, I know that it's, it's a God thing, right? When, you, when, when someone comes in your midst and you don't have to really explain to the nth degree where you're coming from and um, that, you know, you, you feel like you could finish each other's sentences, um, it starts to feel like, my goodness, um, I, I'm not in this alone, right? It's, a, it's just a reminder that um, I, I've been assigned and I've been sent, and there are others that, that share that common assignment. So grateful for you and the rest of the team. Thank you. Likewise. There's yeah, a, there's so, a warmth of knowing that, right? Absolutely, yeah. A I mean, warm and like fuzzy our, feeling. Our, you know, our partnership and justice. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's that mm-hmm. warm feeling knowing that you're somewhere nearby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So just thinking a little bit about, um, you know, some of the components, right? So we know that housing is one of the essential pieces of uh, our uh, of the need, right? As we are responding to human trafficking and homelessness in um, in in each county, uh, but there's also another piece, which is the building of life skills, the building, you know, building of strong um, uh, mentoring relationships. And we know that a team, of, your team, has been going through our mentoring program, which is a little bit different than the mentoring program that you guys have implemented up there. I wanted to come back. Maybe we can mm-hmm. take a quick break. We'll talk about how mentoring. Can take on different forms, and um, what you guys are doing, um, how you're, you know, in your mind, sort of integrating the approach that Love Never Fails takes in terms of mentors for positive change, and and what we think, um, you know, people need uh, in terms of the women that and the children that are in the houses, and otherwise people that are mobile in the community. Um, I'd love to get your take on that, Tammy. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we have with us um, on the line Tammy Vallejo of E49. Yes. And Vanessa Russell, we are going to talk about mentoring, and you guys were just starting that conversation. Yeah. So, Tammy, um, I, a, a little birdie told me, so, so this <laughs> is the second week of your mentoring um, uh, classes with Love Never Fails under the Mentors for Positive Change program. And uh, Misty, who's the program manager, was telling me that um, it's so funny, right? So contrasting the programs, uh, I believe your mentoring program focuses on skills, right? Skills building. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So 
It's interesting because here in the Sacramento area, we have had uh, for a couple of years now a request from school districts, a request from our homeless nonprofit here in town uh, that manages all the homeless services, uh, mentors. Mm-hmm. And so we started saying to those uh, groups, what does that look like? And uh, for us, the skill side of it is where we felt church uh, was really well matched. So, for example, if someone needs help with um, financial stewardship, Uh, there's likely someone in a church somewhere who understands financial stewardship and they could help with that skill set. And so we put together a uh, mentoring program that includes 10 different areas where there is a a necessary skill set that fits human trafficking, but it also fits in refugees and youth and, and homelessness as well. Yeah. So, and, and, and so just so people are clear, what I think is so cool is that so the, when we talk about these skills, it's, um, you know, like you said, financial literacy, economic empowerment, it's um, cooking, right? It's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's exercise, um, you know, things, skills that a, a person who maybe, um, uh, wasn't taught these things coming up or um, needed, needs a refresher right after having gone through a traumatic, uh, you know, situation such as being trafficked can come into your classes and learn from someone who's an expert or who has some experience in that area. Right. Correct. Okay. And so um, just to kind of provide some perspective, the Mentors for Positive Change program is more about a um, – it's just a process-oriented mentoring approach, which is more – it actually was developed by uh, Pastor Rhonda Hastings and uh, modeled around the Stevens Ministry curriculum, which is very much about coming in um, to someone's life during a traumatic time and just walking alongside them in a support um, in a way of support as opposed to um, sort of engaging on a specific skill or a specific outcome. Uh, tell me how – so you're going through these classes right now. Tell me how, uh, how, that's, how that feels for you because uh, I'll just say I, I'm an A-type person, and I think you are too, and, I, you know, I want to get stuff done, right? And so sometimes <laughs> being process-oriented is a little bit difficult. So tell me how – what's that experience been like for you? Uh, well, it's been awesome. <laughs> Misty is great. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There's, we had one conversation, I think, the first week about um, the process uh, orientation and how you go about that. And then I'm going, well, wait a minute, but at some point you just got to cut to the chase. Right. <laughs> so A-type. My goodness. She told me that. She goes, uh-oh, Tammy's just like you, Vanessa. <laughs> And then, of course, yesterday I met one of the ladies who came through your program who was amazing, and, you know, she has an entrepreneurial mindset, and I was like, okay, yeah, I got this. Like, yeah. she and I can have a conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so. I think there are some some of the people in our program are very goal-oriented. Um, some of our program members yeah. are very goal-oriented, and those, are, those would be a better match. Um, right. Right, and you just have to kind of own who you are as you're going through and, and you're being uh, matched with someone for mentoring in a process-oriented place because you, it would probably, well, for me, it, it would drive me crazy if the person that I was working with um, wanted to continue to repeat what had been done to them and stay in that place. But yet there does need to be people, there do need to be people that – 
are, are, are assigned to that, that have the, oh, yeah. the patience and the compassion and the love to just sit with someone who may be rehearsing a trauma over and over again. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you and I see that in the business world. There's a reason why you have CEOs and COOs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's that same type of, of uh, matching where I think you need a little bit of both depending on what the situation is. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm just so grateful. Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know, actually, uh, Misty is one of those kind of people. She's very long-suffering, and mm-hmm. yeah. um, she will just sit with you and pray with you and just – support you and you can bring up the same thing over and over and she'll just be she'll just stand by your side um um and you know i will do that but i will be grinding my teeth and (laughs) and you know pinching my my skin you know going oh my gosh please stop doing that you know so i'm just being honest so Mm -hmm. you know and, and 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 I think that's one of the things about doing what we're doing is, is you've got to be really honest with yourself about who you are, you know, and what you bring to the table. Yep, exactly. And, I, and I've had uh, the blessing of being able to walk this out with uh, a couple of ladies in the past. And, and so I do know I have it in me, like, you, like <laughs> you're saying, I have it in me, uh, but I have to really hold my tongue and I have to really be contemplative about it and intentional about it. Um, so... It's yeah. Good Dig it's deep. Good. Yeah. Vanita, Dig. I know you've done, you've come to the rescue with some of our ladies. You don't tend to get as involved in the houses, but right. um, you have come to um, support and you've been fabulous about it. How does that work for you? I agree with both of you. It was like pulling teeth and I was like, if I'm ever asked to do this again, I would know now that <laughs> I would so not say it. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, but then... I, I guess I needed that, um, you know, I tr- try not to let it show or anything like that. But before I would leave, whoever it was that we were helping would always say, you know, you're really good at this. And I'm like, if you only really? knew. <laughs> but, but, you know, so, but, but I hear so you. It's so worth it, right? It's so, it's it is so, so rewarding. Worth it. But it's also so great to know your own giftings mm-hmm. and, you know, and your strengths and your weaknesses and yes. where, where you best fit. Yes. Yeah. So I, I you hear know, you, Gaia. I feel you. When, you know how we've talked about this, Misty. I'm, I'm sorry, Misty, but I'm thinking of Misty because <laughs> she's just so good at this. Yeah. When we've when we've talked about it, you and I, Benita, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's interesting to um, be stretched, right? So there's yeah. two. Yeah. Um, two goals I think that Love Never Fails has had, and we haven't really been aware of the secondary one as as prominently as as we have in the last year. It's just become sort of very clear. But it, it, initially, it's the restoration, the education, and protection of people who are at risk or currently being exploited. But then, secondarily, um, it's 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 actually growing and and uh, discipling right. people right. that are, you know self-professed, you know, stabilized Christians, right? right? And people that are working in the community that are professionals. And it's like, oh, actually working with those individuals and working with yourself right. to right. bring yourself to a level right. of uh, uh, that you can provide trauma-informed care, you know, making sure that you have the self-care you need exactly. to be that that free-running well right. that you need to be. Um, and to have something to pull from when you have to stretch into certain 
abilities that maybe you, uh, you know, you didn't think you had or you right. don't naturally have, but you've got to be able to dig deep. And if you don't have anything to pull from, right, it's hard to do. And also knowing, you know, each other well enough to come there and mm-hmm. go there with each other. And yeah, it may hurt, you know, but mm-hmm. it is so good to um, acknowledge those things and bring those things out of each other as well. I totally yeah. agree. Ladies, I am really enjoying this conversation, but we are going to take a break right now, and we're just going to come right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we were just talking about getting real with each other and helping each other out. So, Vanessa, take it away. Yeah, so just, um, Tammy, I I just realized that we didn't really get a chance to touch on how did you get involved, right? So we talked about... um, you know, the different types of mentoring and and your heart in, in this space for not just human, you know, survivors of human trafficking, but homeless and veterans and and um, really wanting to infuse your experience as a real estate broker into solving some of the housing problems there. But where did this all come from? How did you get started mm-hmm. in this space? Yeah, so I was uh, minding my own business about seven years ago, and uh, God decided to uh, wake me up, and I had a vision that he gave me to unite the church and really solve social issues. I had been involved a lot in my church and events and things like that and feedings and, you know, kind of one-time things. And about a year into that, I called it the year of the valley. There's a blog on the website about it. Um, I was faced with a nonprofit who I was working with who took me down some streets in our neighborhood. And, uh, in fact, the street where I would take my kids to school at the time to high school. And uh, we were stopped all of a sudden uh, by a young man about 14 years old on his bicycle who I later learned was an exploiter mm-hmm. and uh, a young lady who had been on the streets for uh, quite some time. And we began having a conversation, and I realized at some point what was going on. We were talking to the young lady. The young boy was sitting on the other side, and the young lady was saying she wasn't ready to get out of the life. And uh, this young lady was 14, which was about the same age as my youngest daughter. And so suddenly it hit me that um, this was something that could happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. And this was something that could be happening to my daughters. And honestly, I sat in the car and I lost it at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through a series of things along the way where I got to know and walked through with about 20 uh, survivors uh, there after they had been rescued and what that what that was like for them. And as I got involved in that ministry, um, just knew that as a mom, and as a woman and as a Christian, I needed to do something about it. So that's, that's how I got deeply involved in it. Wow. Wow. What a story. that! And it's so interesting how we all have our story, right? How we, how we got involved. Very interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, my husband and I actually ended up um, informally uh, bringing a young lady into our home and into our family that my daughters consider sister. Mm. Um, and so that's been a you know a personal journey for us yes. as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. So very similar situation, you know, in that, I mean, obviously this is not something you recommend someone coming um, and living with you or coming into yeah, your not. personal, you know, life. But I think that there's something about that first um, engagement into this issue and the connection. And, and for me, I always refer to my first young lady who was one of my dance students. Her name, I refer to her as beauty and beauty was, uh, and is just, um, continues to inspire me, um, to do what, what we do. And when I think about, uh, you know, she too, um, is a, is a member of my family, you know, there's no, um, She's not a program member, and that's not something that you um, you want to uh, duplicate <laughs> because uh, it's very right. important for confidentiality and for you know safety reasons, and also for privacy for them, and just a variety of different reasons why you know as a rule you, you want to try to keep lines of delineation between your personal life and this work, and yet in that very that very beginning stage where your heart is broken. Um, there's that very personal, uh, you know, situation that comes up and really makes it very real for you. And it sounds like, um, your, you know, your adopted daughter and, and for me, my adopted niece, uh, you know, is, is, is who has sort of turned the table for us. So very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. We had a lot of guidance along the way, and we were about a year in before that happened, um, but we're thankful to have that experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we are. Um, we're going to come back in just a second, you know, learn a little bit more about this, but you, you formed um, now Housing and Hope, and um, and that is uh, sort of the the this, the program, right? That is the wrapper around all of these pro um, housing pro programs and projects and mentoring projects and workforce development projects. Correct. Correct. And so you've come from there to here in the last seven years, and you've learned a tremendous amount. And so when we come back, let's talk some more about what 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 are you going to be doing in the county of Sacramento? Obviously, that's where we'll be implementing our first house in Sacramento County. But there's so much more that you'll be doing there. So I want the listening audience to know um, about the overarching vision. So we'll come right back and hear a little bit more from Tammy Vallejo of E49. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio. And we have Tammy Vallejo and Vanessa Russell. So, Tammy, tell us about um, Housing and Hope and wh what are you doing there? What's the vision? Um, what, what does that look like in the next five to ten years, and what does it look like for 2016? Yeah, so Housing and Hope is a three-pronged approach at really uh, dealing with poverty in cities. And so what we see is housing, mentoring, and employment 
are kind of those three legs that need to be addressed in order for anybody to really get to the next level. Within that, we also have a building called C210 that is a training center. And then we rely heavily on churches to be able to really be, be a resource center out in the field. And so we have multiple churches um, throughout our region that are there to have their buildings be able to, you know, respond to the needs in the community. So that's where we're focused. That's a big job. That's a really big job. And we see that's going to take the next five to ten years to really make happen. Not only in the Sacramento region, but in other areas of um, the United States. Yes. I love that idea. Some of the things that we've talked about doing um, and, you know, just getting into secondary education market, getting into um, more housing opportunities across the board for human trafficking survivors and their children um, and, you know, serving different populations in that in that space, right? So today we serve mothers and their children. Uh, I'd love to have a home where we serve men. Um, I'd love to have a home where we, um, you know, we even think about bringing in families, right? So there's just... Uh, all kinds of things that um, we are are putting, wrapping our minds around as we uh, look at the future with the whole goal of restoring um, and protecting and um, and expressing love to um, empowering, you know, all of, all of the and, and of course educating uh, all of the things that are built into our mission statement as well as um, E49s and really aligning and rallying around some of those goals together. Um, so very uh, very excited about that. Uh, now, just thinking a little bit about your workforce development programs and your partners, uh, I know that you partner with um, E40, or I'm sorry, not E49, but our partners, uh, uh, Three Strands Global, uh, and um, they're doing some pretty exciting work in the Sacramento area around, uh, I believe they're, they've identified four jobs for 40 youth, correct? 40 or 50 youth in the, in the, in the Sacramento area as well. Yes, I'm very, very excited about that. That's a great partnership with the Sacramento Kings, actually. So, yeah. Great. So, doing more of that is uh, is I'm sure what you have in mind, huh? Yeah. So the vocational uh, schooling area is an area that is really untapped right now, mm-hmm. and it's really changing. So, yeah, that's an area we're really excited about exploring. Exactly. Yeah. So, so more to come from uh, E49 and Love Never Fails and Three Strands and others. A very collaborative group wanting to um, work as uh, as collaboratively as possible and and uh, and just really uh, get out there and and again restore uh, the survivors and hopefully prevent even um, people from moving into um, a life of exploitation. That's that's another goal of ours that we share in common, obviously, with Three Strands and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative. But all of these things, you know, when you talk about empowering someone with a job, uh, that's, that's prevention. When you talk about empowering uh, someone with, uh, uh, who's at risk uh, with a mentoring, uh, a partner who will mentor with them that will help them to, uh, maybe they have a job, but help them to understand how to save or how to um, 
how to uh, lean or reach out for different resources that they might need and where they may have had complete um, been completely destitute or desperate for certain help, learning how to navigate through um, uh, various systems to gain access to help that they might need. For example, with dignity health, right, medical care, that may be uh, an inhibitor uh, that that uh, to to them uh, moving forward with uh, something that is really important to them, and helping them to identify resources locally is is part of what E49 is doing, and so that's that's really powerful. And uh, appreciate your partnership. And uh, is there any? Are there any? Uh, as we get ready to break into our event segment, wondering, are there anything anything that you're involved in that the listening audience should know about? Yeah, so I think a couple of things. Selfishly, October 24th will be a really fun uh, fundraising event at the IMAX Theater. It's also going to serve as a kickoff event for something that we do called Hoops to Hope. And Hoops to Hope is a partnership with the Sacramento Kings. And so starting November, December, and next March, we will be uh, partnering on games and selling tickets to those games and also uh, being, having a presence at those games to help raise funds for human trafficking as well as homelessness and education. So those are our two big things coming up. That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Well, hey, um, we're going to take a break and come back with some of our events uh, that are going on uh, throughout throughout California. But we, we, we want to just take a moment to thank you so much, Tammy. We know that uh, you've got um, a very busy schedule, so just thanks for joining today and yes. sharing a little bit about your thank heart. You. We're excited about opening our, the house in Sacramento County and um, more to come from both of us. But thank you so much, Tammy. And, and, thank you, and Tammy. For being with us. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank All you. All right. So we'll be right back. Um, we're going to hear a little bit about events that are going on in the community. You don't want to miss it. So come on back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. And welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio. So, Vanessa, how was the Stellium event? Yeah, oh my gosh. So, so awesome. The event was really, really great. Um, Very professionally done. Great. The artists were um, so we were on 19th and um, Broadway in that area oh, okay. between Franklin, Webster, in that area, and okay. and uh, she blocked off um, Michelle Ryan of Stellium and her team. Mm-hmm. They blocked off a, a couple of blocks, and uh, uh, they had uh, one of the one of the uh, art stores was showcasing several beautiful pictures of uh, Dell, the funky homo sapien and black delicious and several of the artists that were out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, there was, uh, I would say probably over the course of the day, it was a seven hour concert. Wow. There were maybe three, three fifty, four hundred people that came out. Great. Great. Yeah. And, um, the mayor of Oakland, mayor, uh, Libby Schaff was mm-hmm. out, um, she launched her app, the ReportJohn.org app, right. um, with uh, Sharon Rand mm-hmm. and uh, no, of No Traffic Ahead, mm-hmm. and um, and then the District Attorney Nancy O'Malley's office, Robin, was there, mm-hmm. and uh, they were just um, awesome, uh, great supporters of um, of the. Uh, 
launching of Protect, right? Right. Um, which is our prevention education program, right. and I was able to get up and kind of share with the you know the attendees uh, about Protect and. There was huge support for for this, and I just was so grateful. We were hoping, you know, that we'd get a thousand people or so out, but this is the first time, right, that mm-hmm. we've done mm-hmm. this event. And so right. I was so grateful. You know, we start getting too hung up on numbers and forget right. Right. that there were like 400 people there that were their their jobs were dropped. You know, when right. I when I shared some of the statistics about what's happening and you know you like to think oh well everybody in Oakland knows that this is happening but no right um it's new information for a lot of people and um i was just grateful that so many people came away saying i want to i want to get involved and i want to help and i you know you know yeah yeah it, this is it, this is this is uh this is a issue of uh, that everyone in in you know, most people who um, care about anything um, care about this issue, and um, and those that don't usually are products of abuse and don't realize why they don't care, right? And right. Then once once you kind of clear that away, they you know they become aware of the ways in which they were desensitized to what right. occurred. Right. Um, it's interesting. I I was looking at some of the pictures. It looked like you guys were having such a great day. Yeah, good to yeah. hear the support with no traffic ahead and Sharon Denoa and and the the mayor and the DA's office. That sounds great. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was really special to have everyone there and um, and um, oh my gosh, uh, there there was just such uh, an outpouring of support mm-hmm. that um, just really 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 grateful. And uh, and then very much, uh, I think the mayor's task force is, is excited about this being a recurring event uh, there in Oakland. And um, we hope next year we're, we're hoping to get Regina's door involved mm-hmm. in um, the program a little bit more, um, you know, a little more integrated there. Yeah. And, yeah, get get her and um, several of her um, survivor leaders and shade, you know, mm-hmm. out there. And so there's, there's more that can be done. I, I also I would love to get East Oakland uh, uh, yes. Youth Development Center involved, maybe some of the youth members of the youth out there. Right. So I've got to get in touch with Regina. Uh, Regina of East Oakland uh, Youth uh, Development Center, I would love to reach out to her and kind of get her her whole group involved in the process. And the, you know, and the rappers and the musicians were so sort of, um, uh, you know, there was some use of profanity, which I was, um, you know, I was hoping we would keep it to a minimum, but obviously it's a hip-hop concert. It's a secular event. Um, but the messages, I was, you know, I was a little concerned that the messages would, um, would they be, you know, sensitive to right. what, we're, what right. we're doing? And they were. They were very sensitive and oriented towards just sort of getting people to think on a higher level and to um, appreciate people on a higher level and to, uh, you know, reduce harm. Harm, right? Harmonic reduction, right? Harm reduction. So pretty exciting. Good. I think it's Regina Jackson. Is it Jackson? Jackson. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 That's and then cool. we have a young that's an amazing, Regina Young is an amazing volunteer. So hi, Regina, if <laughs> <laughs> you're listening. Anyway, um, so yeah, it, I think it was highly successful and looking forward to doing it again. She's also going to uh, actually deliver a similar format in the Netherlands and uh, oh, somewhere great. in Belgium or something like that in the coming months. So I told her to, you probably wanted to go with Anita. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey. 
I'm always open, always I'll open. I'll take it on, <laughs> yeah. on your way to Ghana or <laughs> Yes, yes. Wow. You know, that is so interesting you, you said that. We'll, we'll talk about that off air. But that's that's interesting you mentioned that. Um, so, yeah, that, that sounds really good. The pictures look great. The pictures yeah, look really yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a lot going on in the community. That um, Later on after that, um, we went out and did a street outreach. Mm-hmm. I heard back from multiple people who went. Did you, did you get a chance to go, Bonita? No, I was not back. Oh, you weren't back yet. No. So, so I heard from multiple people that went that it was amazing. Oh, great. That it was an amazing time. Oh, great. Uh, and so people were super excited about that. I haven't um, gotten that update yet. in the city yet. of Oakland. I'm great. Sorry. I haven't gotten that update yet. Yeah, so I, I heard from a couple people went. They just sent me a little email or a little text saying it was right. amazing. And so we did that, and then um, you know, the, 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 we've just had one thing after another. Um, and then this past, uh, just yesterday evening, we graduated our uh, one of our senior leaders in our oh. house, and she has now she's moving into phase three. Uh, and so first we're one. so excited about what she's doing. She's been working in the double portion community store, mm-hmm. and now she is. Uh, going to be doing, you know, she'll still receive the support, you know, from our case manager in phase three, but she will be independently um, living her life with her mm-hmm. child, and we couldn't be happier for her. We're yes. so proud of her. Yes. And uh, so that that happened yesterday. So just a lot of things to be uh, very grateful for at this time. Yes. So much so, so much so. So happy for her. So what else do we have going on in the community, Benita? Well, you know, um, speaking on that regarding like case management and uh, things along those lines, we have an opportunity for those who may uh, like some counseling. Um, free counseling services are, yes. are available. And um, you can contact Jenny, and here's her number, at 510 510- Five five six one five four one, or you can uh, send us a message on our Facebook page at Love Never Fails, and um, or send us a message via our uh, website at loveneverfailsus.com and let us know. Um, leave us your number, and, and we can have her give you a call. But um, if that's something that maybe you haven't been able to afford, or you know you just really feel that you might need to talk with someone that is free counseling services are available. And, and that's for survivors or is that, yeah, that's for survivors and for, or for um, uh, parents, right, of survivors that might need uh, counseling. Okay. And it is, yeah. and it's trauma informed, obviously. And um, if you've experienced abuse and trauma along those lines. Right. Yes. Yeah. So survivors of human trafficking or abuse. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah, that's great. So Vanessa mentioned already about Double Portion, our community store, um, open now Monday to Friday from ten to six, and that is at two two five eight zero Grand Street in Hayward, and um, Tuesdays is two dollar Tuesdays. So if you want to come out on a Tuesday, enjoy that two dollar Tuesday there. And um, you can join us also with our corporate prayer on our corporate prayer line. Um, we come together to pray on Sunday evenings from 8 to 9 and shoot us a message. We'll give you that uh, call number as well. And come check us out. Love Never Fails will be on the 15th of October 
we will be at the Worldwide Women and Girls uh, Festival in San Francisco. We'll be at Fort Mason. And um, we will be exhibitors there and speaking there. And we would love to see you. It's an all-day thing on that Saturday. I want to say it's 9 to 3. Um, but come on out and uh, be a part of that. Anything else, Vanessa? Well, no, uh, just uh, just a reminder to everyone here, we are in need of donations, actually, yes. at Double Portion, and uh, and we are in need of furniture donations. So if you have the ability to drop off furniture to us, and, and, and uh, hey, just on a whim, we are in need of a, of a truck, to, a pickup truck to pick up donations. We've, we uh, continue to struggle with being able to pick up donations because we have to rent a U-Haul, which costs us $100 uh, minimally to, to rent, and um, we struggle with the amount that we're able to, you know, charge for the furniture ends up being less than the cost of renting the U-Haul. So we're sort of praying, we're putting it out there that uh, we are in need of a pickup truck so that we can minimize our costs there. But if you're able to drop off furniture to us, um, we would greatly appreciate uh, any furniture that's in good condition um, that uh, you would like to um, donate to us. We would love to receive that. And um, in order to um, kind of schedule that and make sure that we're ready to process, um, we, we ask that you just give us a call on the Love Never Fails main line, which is 844-249-2698, or you can email Emily at uh, executiveoffice at com, and she will um, uh, get back in touch with you so that we can uh, we can figure out when, to, when it's best to drop off, typically between our, you know, 10 to 6 during our business hours would be best Monday through Friday. But anyway, so yeah, if you if you are able to help us that way, we really appreciate it. We also are in need of a couple of key roles. Uh, we are in need of um, administrative support. So if you have the ability to do data entry um, to help us with writing cards and um, you know filing papers, um, these kinds of things, uh, it would we would really appreciate uh, you reaching out to us again. The same number eight four four two four nine two six nine eight. We're also in need of a volunteer coordinator. Uh, we have lots of volunteers that are always wanting to engage with us. We'd love to have a single point of contact that could um, make sure that they have all the latest and greatest information. So please do let us know if you'd like to get um, more involved in that way. Um, also, you've heard on an earlier show, we just um, brought on a new program uh, leader, uh, Leslie Gashi, for our men's services. And he's going to be going out and talking to men's groups all over the Bay Area. And so if you're a guy who's listening and you want to get more involved, let us know. Give us a call again at the same number and be uh, part of our men's services team. Lastly, we want to invite you to be one of the million ways that we fight against human trafficking by giving us a dollar a month. And the way you do that is by going to our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com forward slash million. And uh, you can donate a dollar a month through PayPal. Now, if you're not a fan of PayPal or you don't want to sign up, you know, register with them, click the link underneath and that'll take you to Razoo and you'll be able to give $12 a year. How about that? So um, those are just some suggestions. Um, certainly are there, you know, there are many different ways that you can get involved with us, but uh, there's a few and some events you can join us in. And so that's, that's great. Anything else to add, Benita? Before we sign off here, I just want to remind everyone that tomorrow is Freedom Sunday. So in your, uh, in your place of worship, 
if you can focus on freedom, even if it's a song or a dance, and come on out to see um, LNF and their Free to Worship dance team. We'll be at um, partnering with IJM at Peninsula Bible Church in Cupertino on Blaney Avenue. But we must end this conversation, and it's been a great day. And we want you to know, if you have not heard someone tell you today, please know that we love you and that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors, and the ones who still sleep our eyes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.